हेलो दोस्तों कभी गौर किया क्या कि हमारी जिंदगी में हमारे इर्द गिर्द कुछ छोटी छोटी घटनाएं इतनी फ्रीक्वेंसी से घटती हैं कि उनका घटना लगभग सामान्य सा लगता है लेकिन अगर गौर किया जाए तो सामान्य से दिखने वाली इन घटनाओं में कुछ बेहद दिलचस्प ह्यूमन बिहेवियर की कई डायमेंशन भी छिपी रहती है जो अक्सर अनोटिस्ड ही रह जाती है तो आइए नजर डाले हमारे इर्द गिर्द इस रोजमर्रा की करीब करीब अक्सर घटने वाले ऐसे ही एक किस्से पर कहा सोच कास्ट पर तेरी मेरी उसकी बातों के अगले एपिसोड में women have yet to learn is nobody gives you power you just take it women achievers radio empowering women there are women who make things happen women achievers radio for happening women a chat with chaya we women are not not used to hard work a woman's work is never done they say we are multitaskers we can chop vegetables teach a kid math speak to our mother in law on some issue that's bothering both of us look at the halwa that's on the store we can do so many things that is why durga is portrayed with eight hands 14 hands whatever which is to say that we can do juggle a lot of things that's the beauty of being a woman and i have with me women who are doing it so successfully uh not chopping vegetables and monitoring the children's homework that too but a little more than that let's chat with them and find out how do they multitask why did they choose what they did choose to make it multitasking and i have with me and i keep asking anilima your day is made of 48 hours <laughs> or like arm janta 24 hours <laughs> so this is nilima but finished reading a book called Women Who Run With The Wolves mm-hmm. and it was a life changing book for me and that's why I'm announcing it on air I'm hoping okay. everyone can about? pick it up basically this lady she's a Jungian analyst and she works with women thousands of women around the world everyday women like you and me dealing with their problems and she has come to see that um, women have lost touch with a very essential aspect of themselves what she calls the instinctual mm-hmm. natural Uh, prakriti woman swabhav yes we, and mm-hmm. we have so got used to being either the too good mother or the too good daughter mm-hmm. which is you know trying to comply with society and what it wants of us and wanting to be that way and live up to those wonderful ideals whether it is sati or savitri and sita and right we we filled and these are part of the collective consciousness and unconsciousness that are driving us and yet there is a third aspect that we have lost touch with and when you talk about multitasking that third aspect is what successful multitaskers seem to have tapped into which is which is called the the wild woman okay wild mm-hmm. not as in wild yeah. wild okay. but as in wildish her natural untamed all right okay someone who is in touch with her instincts wanting to do this and i want to do this who has that natural innate prana hmm energy yeah to be creative because when she when a woman creates she just doesn't give birth to a physical baby 
she has naturally access to this चैनल this energy. energy so multitaskers are high energy level women very much and they channelize their energies into creative fulfilling work uh fulfilling for themselves and for society too i suppose absolutely i think anything for 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 a woman to feel fulfilled it can't not help society in some way how can it be that way you know okay yeah you're making her sound like one great noblesse oblige kind of a person okay now this is your and my background we believe every human is divine and is mm-hmm. a is is a true being so mm-hmm. has got wonderful gifts to give the world so why not women yeah. too women yeah do. i think even men do i mean absolutely like it, look at all those people great people like bill gates and warren buffett you know yeah rockefeller foundation absolutely. and our own birlas and tatas they've created some great charity Yeah. Work, isn't it? I think Chaya it's not about men or women. I think it's about humans who are choosing to live an ordinary life and thinking they are the victims of life mm. or or people who say you know what I'm going to stop feeling a victim and I'm going to take charge and I'm going to make my life. Uh these are people who are waking up and realizing they can channel their energy and they can envision their lives and they can intend something more and something different and they go on to have that life you know so i think those there are people who are who, who life runs you or, or you run you run it <laughs> you're running anyway either exactly. this way or that way. exactly i want to start with first your being just nilima yeah okay a quick recap on just nilima what she has done over the years um grew up as a naval officer's daughter because of that had a great fortune to live in many different places mm-hmm. and uh, move every 2 3 years and i think that created a kind of adaptive nature okay which i'm immensely grateful for you can go anywhere uh, interact with any socio economic crowd be in any culture mm-hmm. and learn how to uh, connect social mobility this is called. yeah okay. yeah so i think that's what i i mean i would see myself as a naval daughter and uh, give a lot of who i am uh, to that okay um then got married quite early uh, i graduated from st xavier's bombay did life science and biochemistry then i did mass communications from sapphires got married uh, very early but before you got married i remember yes. you as the next generation kid growing up yeah doing a whole lot of other things too that's true okay that's so true. what were the other things so this i uh, think <laughs> good question i think this 48 hour thing began back then okay and i again credit it to the navy navy mm. is a kind of subculture where it's a mini india mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's always cultural activities and uh, you're encouraged to join and be part of these things so my sister and i led by my mum would do these uh, cultural shows and fashion shows and we would get then picked up to represent india for world youth festivals abroad and you know so a lot of things came out of 
my being on stage being a dancer being a choreographer mm-hmm. um i'm a communicator so i used to write so i used to compare multitasking started then yes you know i want to digress a little here interesting that you said your mom was behind you and mm-hmm. your sister doing whatever you did yes. uh, but at that time you were so neelima patnaik neelima patnaik and okay. i thought my mother lived her life through her two daughters yeah all so credit to her after marriage what happened after marriage uh, again very fortunate that my husband had an international traveling job so we lived all over the world singapore mm-hmm. london hong kong bombay bangalore and uh, had an amazing time but two young children uh, my son is today. did you do anything other than being a mom and wife at that no, time no no i kept working i was with uh, my first job was with uh, the windsor manor here in bangalore mm-hmm. i was head of pr then in bombay i was head of corporate communications for philips all india then in singapore i was looking after corporate communications for asia pacific 25 countries for espn star sports um and then i had this at 32 uh, an existential crisis uh, a questioning you know mm-hmm. who am i what am i doing with my life am i making a difference mm-hmm. and where does this career take me do i move to the next worldwide job of more pr more money exactly. more glamour yeah yeah and by this time i'd finished and more hard work also isn't it really Is it hard work? I never minded hard work. You know, no, it's I, not about your minding it, yeah. but uh, there's no getting away from the fact that uh, it must have been hard work because all these have long working hours and deadlines to meet and then two children. So in my case, I my work was always out of choice. Okay. So it never felt like uh, I'm sacrificing something because I wanted it, it didn't feel like a sacrifice. Okay. The, what came as a shock was the lack of fulfillment. And in spite of doing what you enjoyed yeah because i realized that put in 10 years mm. loving every moment and then you reached a point where that same thing didn't fulfill you anymore it was no longer giving you that same kind of uh, joy and mm. uh, some deeper uh, need had suddenly shown up that i wasn't expecting and that was a search for meaning a search for purpose you know mm. the, at the bottom line the question am i making a difference okay am i really making a difference i'm, I'm earning a packet of money mm-hmm. traveling around from you know taipei to uh you know manila to singapore to malaysia hong kong having having a blast i mean i had a job that was an envy of anyone anyone who, yeah and then to then you still ask yourself ask, am i making a difference am i making a difference earning all this money but has it served in any way really has it improved anyone's life in any way and uh then what did you shift to i gave it up i gave up corporate life we moved to london at that time i took the opportunity to take a break from corporate work and i took to yoga and vedanta okay because something made me think i you know i'm indian i was born in this country and this country has answers to these strange questions i'm suddenly asking <laughs> that i never dreamt i would i don't know if you have the answers them. but those questions keep popping up here yes so and now more also in the west isn't it very much okay. very much so luckily my yoga studio i was looking for a yoga class and the shivananda yoga vedanta center was 15 minutes down the road we were living in wimbledon mm-hmm. and patni is 15 minutes away and it had the only yoga center in all of london this is 1998 okay. 99 and it's almost as if i was that first wave 
of the of yoga you know i took to it it was no one knew what i was going for the classes i was doing and that was now 10 12 years ago and my gosh yoga has become a worldwide phenomenon yeah. but back then i was among the first who had uh, it was somebody having some weird ideas yeah. about life and yeah. you know they'll go away into a guffa and yeah. sit down that kind of thing. Yeah. but today it's worldwide fashionable phenomenon. absolutely I'm, i'm so happy to see that but this worldwide is more worldwide there than in india i don't think in india it's caught up so much that is true i think what's caught on in india is more the philosophical meditation aspect of yoga rather than the the asanas, asanas. Mm-hmm. yeah because if you see the prolific the proliferation of uh, channels on tv mm-hmm. astha and this that and it's all about spiritual teachers giving discourses right and listening about spiritual wisdom rather see because see when you have to do yoga asana you have to stand up and do the asanas mm. when you're going to listen to masters you're just going to sit there fan yourself and listen to ram katha krishna katha yeah cool you don't have to do anything <laughs> i know so it's you know the easy option it's an easy option some would say so i guess they yeah. go for that yeah. anyway that's each one's yeah. choice now coming back to your doing yoga and all that have you monetized your uh, because that's the next thing one does monetize it yeah see that means do are you did you become a teacher and oh yeah i i went on to become a teacher I, i i'm a qualified shivananda teacher i went to valmorin in canada because that's where the international headquarters is and mm-hmm. we were in hong kong that time the timings for india didn't work out so everyone laughs at me you went to canada to <laughs> get your yoga teacher training well that's how it happened but that's where the international center of the shivananda system is and it is fabulous beautiful okay. but um, you're asking a good question what happened is shortly after i went into the area of self awareness and self discovery looking for meaning vijay my husband got diagnosed with cancer and he was 40 mm-hmm. and he was at the height of his career mm-hmm. in uh, in london he had a worldwide job the kids were so young and he had colon cancer he had two tumors in his colon and uh, that completely changed life of course as you can imagine and uh, we we moved to hong kong for two short years where he continued in the corporate world but clearly his body was not able Responding to keep up, up yeah okay. keep up with that level of a pace corp- of a corporate, corporate pace yeah. yeah he had a second operation not for cancer but he had a perforation in his intestine basically his body was saying not this okay not this Look obviously for- something wasn't working and his body was giving him that very clear message and so we came back to india in 2004 mm. with the idea that with cancer began our journey to understanding health we wanted to do whatever it took to stop recurrence that's any cancer patient's worst nightmare saying fine i'll do the treatment i'll do the surgery if required chemo radio whatever most cancer patients say Keep that but dare it not then come back mm. right so same happened with vijay he had his surgery um we decided not to take chemo luckily he didn't have, even though he had two tumors uh, the cancer had not spread to the lymph nodes mm. or to any other part of the body a chat with chaya so i have with me another person who is a multitasker and that's minku butter yeah. uh, let's start with minku uh not really from her childhood or anything but a quick recap of the journey till this time uh going back in time it's about having arrived 
Okay. It's about the journey itself and not the destination. destination. And uh, um, um, just to recap a little bit, um, I have traveled and lived all over the world, mm-hmm. and I think I've been very fortunate enough to do that. And I've come across. Uh, so many people with different backgrounds, uh, different nationalities. Um, there have been periods of my life when I've had no Indian friends, and then all of a sudden I was craving to, you know, my roots have been very important to me. Were you born in India or abroad, Minko? I was very much born and brought up uh, in India. Okay. My first marriage took me all over the world. Okay. I was a pretty much an expatriate wife. Mm. I always had this urge. Uh, right as a child, I would, you know, bike five kilometers and go to a Mother Teresa's home. Okay. There was never any compulsions to do anything, and I guess this urge to want to always do something and do a lot of things mm. all the time was just part of me, who I was. Okay. And I knew that I needed to enhance it. Even when the kids went to say the international schools, I still found ways of uh doing something all the time. I was part and parcel of PTAs. I couldn't really work as an expatriate wife okay. because you know licenses are very very yes, hard yes. to come by. But there was the PTA, there was the Overseas Women Associations, mm-hmm. um, a lot of things I headed, a lot of things I helped. I You also do charity bazaars. And I like helped with the charity bazaars. I have uh, taken care of Halloween mm-hmm. functions, fundraisers. Fundraisers You're talking about attractive. all this in India or somewhere else? Uh, I've lived in nine no, countries. Doing all these yes, things. International schools all over the world. So even there they have this problem of... Uh, you're taking up a job as an expat as as an expatriate wife it's yeah. very very hard uh, to get licenses for oh. women to work unless the company sponsors and But what a, are you licensed to do what's your uh, core I'm actually uh, skill? Um, I I did my masters in economics okay. and uh, never ever actually did anything in my life which was to do with me <laughs> <Okay. laughs> with my uh, core subjects and I guess that was just what every single woman in India uh, does uh, they just take a degree what i feel chaya you need to work with uh, is what gives you pleasure in in what you're going to enjoy i wanted to be a air hostess so i went out there and without telling my parents um which is a big no no to the uh, listeners always yes. get your parents involved yes uh, you know if we have young listeners uh, on the show i would advise always rope in your parents sit down and talk to them convince them I respected what my parents wanted mm. me to do and I think we were brought up like that. Yeah. You know always keep your parents emotions in mind and then I did what, what I wanted want. to for my own self esteem. <laughs> Finally having done all this voluntary work mm. I arrived in Kuala Lumpur. Okay. And this was um exactly 10 years ago I opened my retail business. I opened concept stores. All right. Called Mints. Uh-huh. and we were two partners uh so what did you sell uh so we had 220 products in our shops i've been an artist i have painted i've had a major show when i lived in tragano as an expat- expatriate wife i said yeah let's paint for i painted for 7 months and i sold 22 paintings I have never taken art lesson. See, you have to do your groundwork a little bit. I sat uh-huh. and read about how water water painting is done. Okay. 
I dedicated hours and hours into practicing. You have to be interested. Mm-hmm. So find an interest. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what I would say. Find an interest, find an hobby, which is parallel to your professional life and to your personal lives. It is very important to have a hobby. I designed uh, shawls. I designed what the Muslims wear, uh, you know, together with their dress. Mm-hmm. Baju kurung okay. is what they wear. Okay. And selandang is what they wrap around their shoulders. We used to design uh, probably um, 30 new styles every season in about 20 colors. Wow. And these flooded every single departmental store of Kuala Lumpur. How important it is to have a like-minded person to be with you to do whatever you're doing. It doesn't work otherwise. It doesn't work otherwise, right? I moved to India in 2005. I came back because um, there was a calling. Okay. I also found my journey into the spiritual sojourn started. You know, when we talk about multitasking, Chaya, we're looking at gathering an amazing amount of energy that is existent in every being. Oh my it, God. It is, is there. exactly what Neelima also <laughs> spoke about. This energy. So it's there in every single God's being. We are all divine beings. I want to ask you, you know, even your personality is a multitasking personality because you're talking about spirituality and all this that you're yes, uh, you yes. know, into. And I also see you on page three. <laughs> So where is the connect? <laughs> you know, it's also multitasking. Page three is something I, I always feel is so hyped up. Having come to Bangalore and going back to all those tasks uh, that you wanted me to mention, there's, again, I started with doing interior designing together with uh, a very dear young um, girl called Rachna. Uh, we must have done... Um, about, uh, I would say, um, about 15 projects. I have run a project called WOW, Uh which our community is very, very proud of. I live in a um, gated community in Whitefield. Wealth out of waste. Great. Which I'm sure Minakshi uh, and Dr. Minakshi also must have talked about. Because it's more about dealing with waste. Yes. So we, I propagated, I went and I attended a few lectures by the Rotary, Mm -hmm. by the Solid Waste Management on weekends. Mm -hmm. And I learned how to segregate waste at source. Okay. So I actually inculcated a program and I educated our community on how we can segregate into paper plastic, mm. um, glass metal. So it's a structured thing that you have created. It is. Isn't it is. Oh. We've been 18 months successful in mm-hmm. a green community. It's a mixed community. It's a mixed community. And I feel it's a lot of education needed. A lot of neighboring communities have approached me to come and lecture and, and share them our success formula. Okay. And uh, we are now about to embank on phase two of my WOW program, mm-hmm. which is called the wet composting and the ki- using the kitchen wastes. You can parallel multitask. Um, I also work with an NGO, mm-hmm. which is called Aim for Seva. Okay. Swami Dayananda Saraswati Ji is the founder. And we work with 5,000 rural and tribal kids. Uh, and we make sure and ensure that they have value education. Uh, and they do not 
have any dropout rates. I have done that now for three years and I carried on doing that uh, parallel with my interior projects. Mm-hmm. I want to concentrate on the fundraising for m 4 Seva. So seriously, I think whatever you do in life, you do with the passion it shows. Uh, Chaya, you can't do anything half-hearted because you will mm-hmm. not last. Um, I just think we are so harboring after materialism that a lot of us have forgotten to teach our kids our roots. A lot of kids, I find, do not even speak the mother tongue anymore. Well, the mother tongue is English now. Oh, I beg to differ, Chaya. <laughs> Why I say this is, yeah. there are a lot of intercultural marriages, intercommunity marriages, because then language... The it's only not a common barrier, language. Chaya. It's not a barrier, but the common language becomes English because which you learn in school anyway. In, anyway, and now yeah. today it's a global language. It's a computer language. You know, we are global so. kids. Global kids. I do not. Uh, you know, I feel very strongly about that. You know, we talked about geographical boundaries earlier in the show, but I also feel um, this is one. You know, languages open up a certain section of your brain. So without being partial, if you feel you want to be impartial, learn any language. Yeah. Go ahead and learn languages. It's a means of communication. Yeah, yeah, That's absolutely. And but it's politicized in the sense that yeah. you, wherever yeah. you are, that state yeah. ka language baat karo. And it, no, no, that's, we're all global. We need to go beyond yeah, boundaries. We need to go beyond absolutely. that. And then if you know the language of love, I think it doesn't have any yeah, yeah. boundaries. I, I, I uh, for me personally, um, I'm, I'm, Punjabi, um, originally from Chandigarh. I, 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 I love um, you know Punjabi songs. I love Punjabi movies. I am very partial to speaking the language. I made sure the children learned the language because I, you know, living with the Spanish and the French uh, overseas, I, or the South Americans, I found uh, living in say Venezuela, I found that everyone taught their their languages and and there's always don't forget the grandparents. Why should we leave them out? Yeah. Sometimes you need to communicate Today, with grandparents them. speaking oh, this. So it's okay. And they will not babysit. <laughs> so we do have a new Nubu grandparents era as well and it's beautiful all that is as it is meant to be there are lots of women who do have issues in their life I think if they divert their attention to doing Absolutely. some different things Absolutely. because life is about having issues anyway it's your reaction to the issue yeah um, you, um, you know when I say and sound cheerful and I sound over um, enthusiasm um, I just want to be realistic and I want to mention, Chaya, life has not been uh, easy for yes. me. Let's face facts as they are. But you've got to accept that. As You know, if you do not, if you do not have darkness, how are you going to enjoy the sunshine? Um, I've had a lot of uh, traumatic um, battles in my life. I have to admit that. And beyond that, if someone meets me and they look at me and they say, you're always smiling and you're always gregarious and over-enthusiastic about life. And I said, why aren't you? Don't ask me why am I. Why am I not? I want to ask you, why aren't you? It's so, it's our birthright to be happy, and uh, you we know, have one life to live. Yeah, face your life uh, with smile. And I remember, Chaya, my dad used to say, "You can shoot a thousand arrows, Minku, with a smile. Mm-hmm. If someone wants to see you unhappy, um, smile at them." If they don't melt, they'll wonder why you're smiling. <laughs> smile, <laughs> smile, you and know that smile. 
and I hope our listeners, women, realize that don't sit and crib and complain Absolutely. if you have some void yes. in your life. Fill it up. Get it. Get up. Colors of get, life. Get going. Deal with it. Do yes. not run away from it headlong. <laughs>